What's going on, Warriors? And welcome to another week's episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. Today, the Warrior Trio sits down to talk to you guys about doing the small things and doing them well, and why it's so important to implement these things in your daily life, your relationships, and at work. So we hope you sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. It's super nice. I'm in the closet upstairs. Huh. Full of full of all my belongings and all my friends. And shame <laughs> and your shame. Yeah, and I'm alone with that too. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. All right. Welcome to the Weekly Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> This is a <laughs> weekly podcast where we discuss training, mindset, nutrition, and people being in closets. That was a terrible intro. Yeah, we'll we're going to have to. We're going to. Yeah. I really would like us to continue with this, though. So <laughs> what are we talking about today? We're talking about doing the small things and doing them well. Mm. Great. I've been looking forward to this one. Yeah. So we talked about this a little bit about doing the small things. And we kind of put this into two different categories of doing things for others and then doing things for yourself. Awesome. Yeah. So I guess I want to hear from Corey first. That's me. Yeah. Um, when you think of doing the small things and doing them well, in terms of doing them for other people, what do you think of? I mean, there, to me, there's a lot of different ways you can go about that. Um, things can range like in a lot of ways from doing something like picking up trash that what that's not yours or, like putting away a grocery cart that's sitting in the middle of the parking lot because I mean, someone was too lazy to just put it back in the little cart corral. Um, On my daily, my, my day to day life right now is um, doing the small things for people and doing them well. Um, My job has a big impact on people's lives and I, if I don't do my job well, it significantly impacts people. So, um, there's so many different ways that you can go about this though. Um, I mean, and they vary from, you never know how much holding a door open for somebody is going to mean to them, or you never know how much picking up that piece of trash is going to do for whether it's for somebody else or whether it's for yourself. I mean, it doesn't matter. So I think I, see it as there's a lot of different things that count as the small things and they can all have different levels of impacts. Yeah. Yeah, I think going off of the trash thing, we made a post, uh, a community campfire post a couple of months ago about being in the community versus being in the country. And some people want to do the big things like donate money to help clean up these big forests or something like that, or like help out our natural resources, which is great. But then they will also just as quickly walk by a piece of trash on our sidewalk 
or yeah. walking into the grocery store. And the point is, this is your, like, it's part of your daily life. Just pick up the piece of trash. It's such a small and free, easy thing you can do as opposed to donating blindly, which is probably yeah. still to a good reason. But I think the point is there that just do the small things and you can have a better life. I think the trash one is interesting for me because it's very easy to overlook that. Like um, while you're walking along or whatever, I got back from a, I was out in the community for work and I got back and I was turning in the work vehicle and whatever. And I was walking back up to the office and there was like a McDonald's cup and some trash like that had blown into the bushes. Mm -hmm. And I like walked past it and I noticed it and I like, thought about it and i walked past it i was like okay it's not my i didn't put it there i'm not gonna pick it up Mm -hmm. and then i walked past and was like you know what i contribute to this place i'm a part of this place whether i put it there or not me picking this up has an impact Mm -hmm. so um i ended up turning around and and picking it up which in the moment i felt really good about it and who knows if it made any type of impact but at the end of the day like i knew that I did a little something that was mm-hmm. outside of what, you know, I was planning on doing that day. So right. it was a small thing that I felt like I did well. Yeah. It didn't belong there. Right. I mean, like there's no way anyone would ever know that you did anything. But yeah. the point is now the trash isn't there. Exactly. You took yep. care of it. So, yeah. Yeah. It's the whole like pay it forward mentality. You're paying yeah. it forward, <laughs> even though, like you said, you don't know the impact that it had and no, maybe nobody really knows that you picked up the trash, but you're still yeah. paying it forward. Yeah. No one probably will ever know that I did it and that's not really the point of it. Right. Um, so. Yeah. Have you guys ever been through a drive through and someone's like paid for your drink or paid for your meal? Like the person in front of you, has that ever happened to you? Never has happened to me. I was going to say, I sadly know, but maybe, maybe I'll do that sometime. Uh, that's, I, that's interesting. Nobody's ever done that for me. Yeah. There's, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say that like, whenever I think of pay it forward, I think of those times when like I'm sitting in a drive through and it's such a small act of kindness to like, especially if I'm at Starbucks, it's like pay mm-hmm. for the person behind you, pay for their yeah. drink. Um, I've been on the receiving end of that and it, it really does make your day when that happens. Yeah. That's nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There was a, Oh, we were at a brewery and there's like a, there was a pay it forward. It was at Snowbelt in Gaylord. (gasps) Yes. There was a pay it forward, uh, board. So me and Jess did it and you can like choose who it goes to. Like if they belong to like the mug club or whatever, or you can just pay for a beer for the next person. I think that's so cool. I was at a yeah. bar in Seattle that did that too. They had yeah, a wall. That, is cool. that was, yeah, I yeah. like that idea. It's a fun little thing. Yeah. yeah. I, when I think of doing the small things for other people, I think of just trying to genuinely engage people around you. So mm. like, I think I do this a lot with eye contact So like really trying to like look people in the eyes, like I'm thinking of like cashiers, like at the grocery store, when you check out, like actually look at people in the eyes because like generally people are just on autopilot and they feel like Mm -hmm. robots. 
and they're not really treated like humans because people are trying to get in and out as fast as possible. Right. Um, so I do this a lot with like eye contact and I try to take notice of like people's name tags. So like waitresses, like if they say, have a nice day, I'll try to use their name, be like, yeah, you have a nice day too. And so like refer to them by name. Um, You do a good job of that. I was on a flight, a Delta flight once. And I remember I was walking off the flight and I was trying this as like an experiment, like trying to make eye contact with people. And when you try to actively do it, you'll realize that very few people will make eye contact Mm. with you. Most people Mm -hmm. don't look at you in the eyes ever. Um, But I remember walking off the flight and everyone's walking with their head down. And you know how at the front of the plane, all of the flight attendants and the pilot are there and they're like, thank you for flying with Delta. Have a nice day. (laughs) Yeah. It's such a nice thing. I feel like I'm so like, Oh, I respect them so much for yeah. that. Okay, Everyone continue. else is there just like, kind of like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks, bye. Uh, thanks. Getting off the plane. Yeah. I remember um, like looking at the pilot in the eyes and saying, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what he did? He <laughs> he cried. He's like, no one's ever done that before. No, he, gave me, he gave me wings. Like he gave me his, the pilot wings. She got no pilot's ways. wings. Yeah. It's like the kind they give to little kids on their first flight. But he. You sound like a little kid right now. <laughs> but yeah, he gave me the wings. I was like, oh, that's so cool. That is cool. Yeah. That's awesome. I totally get that, though. Yeah. Like, <laughs> no, I don't know if they, why we don't make eye contact. It was because we don't want to, like, if it feels like an intrusion of people's space sometimes, maybe, or like, you don't want to seem like a weird person by looking into their eyes or it feels weird to look at someone in their eyes sometimes. Um, So I think, I don't know why we do it. it. It's a lot easier to avoid (laughs) eye contact because when you make eye contact, you're generally going to make more of a connection with somebody. Mm -hmm. Even, even if it's like, I'm trying, even if it's not like, you know, the deepest connection you'll ever make with somebody. It's still a connection because they're, they're seeing you and you're seeing them and you both know it. Um, and so it's like a moment of mindfulness. It's a moment of like, you're a person in this world and I'm a person in this world and we're both like doing our thing, but we just, you know, we connected in some small way. Yeah. So it's easy to like, it's easy to avoid that. Um, Sure. But it's also really easy to do that. And like, you know, some people are really uncomfortable with it. And some cultures like eye contact is seen as like disrespect or a threat. But pretty much in our culture, in Western Americanized culture, like eye contact is a sign of respect. And um, but generally it just takes more effort. And so people don't do it. Yeah. A sign of acknowledgement. I I think another small thing that doing things for others uh is holding the door open yeah like that's like it's done so often and it's so good i feel like most people are really really good at it it's just like a common courtesy but and you almost expect it but then when someone doesn't hold the door open you're like what What an yeah yeah like yeah it's like it's like so i think that's one good thing that most of us are really good at is like when you open a door you check if someone's behind it's just a common yeah. thing. Um, 
that's one thing I've noticed because it actually happened to me the other day where I was walking up all these stairs and this guy, it was, it was like four feet in front of me, like well within range of, you know, and he didn't open the door and, or didn't hold it open. So I like caught it with my hand kind of loudly, like <laughs> as like kind of pretty, like I was kind of a snob about it, but in my mind, I was like, this guy's yeah. an asshole. And then he turned around and he was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't see you. I was like, ah, fuck. Oh. <laughs> now I feel like a jerk, but I was like, why did I get so upset? Yeah. Like, he was probably pre- preoccupied with something, but it's just so expected. Like, you yeah. know? Uh, yeah, it is expected. Have you guys ever heard of the fish philosophy? Okay, no. so it's kind of old school. It's a customer service philosophy. Um, one of their principles is, it's called make their day. So the goal mm-hmm. with this principle is make it your goal to make other people's day. So it's like, oh, it's like Leslie Nope from Parks and Rec. Like she nice. lives to make the days of her friends. Like she lives to like brighten other people's lives, you know? So like yeah. that's the whole goal. If you live your life by just trying to do those little things every single day for other people, it instantly improves your own life and your own happiness. Yeah. Yeah. That's, Leslie Nope is so. Awesome. Oh my gosh! Yeah, we're on such a Parks and Rec kick right now. <laughs> Same. How are we like? How, oh my god! I feel like I don't know. We're on the same wavelength yeah. of life. No, yeah. it's been so fun. Um. Okay. So, <laughs> anything else as far as like doing things for others? Uh. No, Corey. I had something that felt really profound, but I, it has flown away. It has washed away in the river and I don't remember what it is. Okay. Well, if it, re- if, if it yeah. comes back. Yeah. 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 So we also wanted to talk about, um, in terms of doing things for others, um, doing things for friends and loved ones. So like your relationships, your personal relationships, what do you think about mm-hmm. that bones? Well, it's even more so important, I think, um, for your own happiness and for your partner's happiness to do these little things um, in comparison to doing things for other random people, which is still important. But um, so this has really come up uh, more recently, especially to the forefront of my mind is doing the small things and doing them well. So really paying attention to the details of your relationship and what makes your partner happy and what makes them feel loved. Um, so we can talk about love languages or like more specifically what I do when I'm home with Jess is I've made it a point to make coffee every morning for her, at least get it all ready. She can have it when she comes down. (laughs) It's very cute. That's cute. Um, wait, wait, (laughs) what are, what's your love language bones? Uh, I would really like to take it again i feel like i've evolved a little bit it used to be uh physical touch words of affirmation was second Mm -hmm. receiving gifts i know is last and you know the ones in between were i can't remember exactly it's been like uh, almost two years since i've taken one yeah yeah what are um what's jess's love language jess is 
fairly opposite. So she likes acts of service, uh, receiving gifts, uh, words of affirmation, See? and actually. F- hmm. It's so good that you know her love language because it's so opposite of yours. So like yeah. it would be so easy just to assume that like, oh, my partner would like this because this is what I would like. But it's right. so good that you know what hers is that you can like go out of your way to like do those things. Cause that's, what's going to light her up. Yeah. And that it, it is really important. And it's something that we figured out with a lot of time and a lot of stress. Cause it would be easier if we were just, Oh, we both love holding hands and cuddling, yeah. but she doesn't always like that. She likes her space and then that's fine. And I never like, I don't really care to receive gifts but she loves receiving gifts. And for a long time, it's easy for people to think that oh, receiving gifts is just so shallow, like no. you're only in for gifts or yeah. something like that, but it's yeah. not, it's just the way they feel loved and that's fine. And it took a while for me to understand that as well. So yeah, the small details of just understanding those things that will make uh, your partner happy and in turn you happy. And I think it's funny with love languages too, because the way you receive love and the way you give love could be different too. So I like receiving love when Jess says something nice about me or uh, gives me a random hug or something like that, you know, (laughs) but I, I also feel loved by doing acts of service to her. So that makes me feel really good. And that's me giving out love. So I think you can give out love in different ways and also receive love in different ways. Yes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, I like that you make her coffee. Yeah, I think it's, it's something every man should do. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. Make them coffee, start their car in the morning. Wait, uh, wipe the snow off oh, their windshield. Yeah. That's, that's right. Make sure they're ready. Make sure there's no, no one's going to break in at night. Yep. It's good stuff. Um, <laughs> yeah. Core, what do you think about doing things for others in terms of like friends, loved ones, relationships? Uh, I mean, Bones touched on relationships a lot, and I completely agree with pretty much all that. Everyone has their own love languages. It's important to know your partner's love languages so you guys can give and receive love the right ways. Um, Although there's not really a wrong way, there are just more effective ways. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. I think for me in the last couple years, um, doing things for your friends and family has been really important because I kind of, I know what it feels like to be really distanced from friends and family. So doing little things to really strengthen the bonds you have with your close friends and your family, um, I think is really vastly underrated. Um, and it's like with friends, it's a lot easier And even with family, it's for me, it's pretty easy. Like right now, if I see a thing that reminds me of my mom or my dad, I can, I mean, it's as easy as it's ever been. You just call them up and be like, Hey, there's this thing. I was thinking about you. Like, you know what I'm talking about? And they're like, Oh yeah. Then it leads Mm -hmm. into a short conversation and it's a connection made. And it's the same with friends too. It's like, um, it's even something as small as like, 
uh, sending like a thing on Instagram to. I was just gonna say like, that you and I share <laughs> stuff on Instagram yeah. pretty regularly. That like to an outsider might not seem like that big of a deal, but like to us, it's like, oh, you were thinking about me when you saw that, and you thought that I would like it, so you sent it to me. Like that's pretty nice. Um, yeah. And it's just little stuff like that that makes a difference. Like yeah, like gifts are cool and and whatever. Like I have some friends that are more. Like they enjoy gifts, but right now it's big, like getting on the phone and actually like talking to talking to a friend is has a bigger impact than like getting them a gift. I've noticed. Um, mm-hmm. So for me, like I think that that's underrated, um, and it's really important to be a, like it helps you be a well-rounded individual in the relationship piece of it because you know you've got your romantic relationship that's awesome um definitely like feed that and make it exactly what it should be and then on mm-hmm. top of that like have your close friends like foster those foster those friendships and and make them awesome because at the end of the day that's the only that's who you have those are your people so yeah i think you should do a small thing right now and and open the door and let Annie come in the closet with you. She's actually downstairs. <laughs> Is she with Tom? Yeah. Oh. You hear her? She's, yeah. Yeah, she's being she's cute. She's a little whiny right now. <laughs> yeah, I'm in the closet petting Leah, and she's rolling around on the floor. Oh, oh you guys have we've, switched we've, spots we've with animals. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, you switched pets. Well, I think, like, even uh, as going off the Instagram thing, that's such a good point, because that is literally such a small thing that can make a big difference. Uh, whether you're being intentional about fostering a friendship or not, like the other week, I sent uh, a little meme to Mare. Oh, Mare Bear, who lives in yeah. Colorado. Which I haven't, you know, we do that occasionally, but like we did it a lot more. Like we shared a lot of funny shit yeah. together, and then she moved away, and like you know that changes. And I sent her one, and she's like, "Wow, I'm really like surprised you thought of me." And I was like, "Yeah, I don't know, it was funny." But like it's just a good example. Like that small thing could make someone's yeah. day, and Corey, you know, they'll foster and keep the friendship alive and keep it going. And sometimes it's a lot easier to do with strangers to like make a connection and do something nice than it is to like. I think a lot of people overthink their friendships and they overthink their yeah like significant other like their romantic relationships like oh yeah just do like if something pops up and you think that they would like that like do it and then if they don't like it then you learn from it but at least you know what I mean like at least you're doing something yeah at least you're thinking of them and being intentional I would totally agree with that because I think eventually relationships as you go through the years if you just let them go awry, they can become stale and, you know, you guys can stop enjoying things together. But if you go back and think like, what would like, what would I do now that the person did the first couple months of the relationship? Does that make right. sense? Yeah. Like, what would that person do? Oh, I swear. Like, like, like stop overthinking it. Like, yeah. you know, just like you said, Corey, you don't need to overthink it. You don't need to try so hard. Just think back to, I don't know, when you were like seducing, trying to impress each other, like make things spicy again. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Feed the fire. Yeah. 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 Feed, Feed the, fire. the fire. 
Bones, I thought you what you said was interesting about how your love language has changed. I think we mm-hmm. should all retake that test. And okay. we should do like a little love languages episode. And really, yeah. really dig into it. Yeah. Yeah, I would love to. I think that's like, I mean, I will stand by it that love languages have absolutely, because we're opposites. It has absolutely saved our my relationship with Jess. And it's like the key to like everybody's yeah. relationship. You... It, it absolutely yeah. is. So the guy who wrote about the love languages, who wrote the book, he was like a divorce counselor. And he... Mm-hmm. He, after counseling all of these couples throughout the years, he realized the biggest reason for divorce is that people aren't feeling fulfilled in their relationship. And it's because their partner doesn't know what to do to make them feel fulfilled. Like they're, yeah, they're they speaking different languages. Yeah. They don't know how to, exactly. They don't know how to communicate. Yep. So they don't feel loved. But this is, yeah, it's so interesting because. We had this conversation because I think, Core, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but at one point you were like, oh, my love language is physical touch. And now you're like, I don't know if that's my primary love language. Like I thought it was, but now I don't know. And I thought, yeah, yeah, I thought mine was going to be, it used to be um, words of affirmation but now I think it's now I think physical touch is higher for me. And I think like acts of service is higher. Mm-hmm. So it does evolve, I think, based on where you're at in your life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yep. Mm-hmm. But we'll come back to that in another episode. Yeah, it's a whole that's yeah. a whole episode all on its own. Yeah, that'll be fun. Yeah. OK, yeah. Um, anything else as far as doing the small things and doing them well for other people? Uh, I'm ready to talk about for yourself. Okay. Yes. So on the other side of this, on the other side of the coin is doing the small things and doing them well, but these are for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think what I thought of when I first thought about this was that whole make your bed mentality. Right. So you're starting, you're starting your day, um, with a positive action and you're creating this momentum of like, you're doing this one act of discipline that's leading into a lot of little productive things throughout your day. Um, Mm -hmm. and so this made me think about like morning rituals. Um, so I was curious, do you guys have any morning rituals? I, it's pretty simple for me. I wouldn't say like I have morning rituals per se. I think that everything starts with if I go to the gym in the morning, like if I get up and I go, um, when I'm doing that consistently, everything kind of falls into place. I notice that I'm way more level headed throughout the day. Um, I don't have as big of a deal um, dealing with like curveballs in the day because like I already went in and did a workout that left me like laying on the floor. I can do anything today. Um, so I feel that when I don't do that consistently, like if it's a rest day, I really enjoy that. 
but if I'm not doing it consistently, like I just kind of feel really blah and really gray and like, I don't have a lot of motivation or direction. Um, just cause I don't know. It just, everything else feels like it doesn't matter as much when I'm not like picking things up and putting them down, you know? Yeah. Getting strong. Yeah, getting yeah. real strong. It like, it creates a positive <laughs> chain reaction. Like that, that workout yeah. creates this positive chain reaction at the start of your day. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Corey, you are very, you put a lot of effort into your mornings. You've always been, since I've known you, just somehow texting me at 5.30 a.m., <laughs> sending me little memes on Instagram. Like, dude, how are you up? Or, like, you're playing fucking Star Wars on Xbox at, like, 6 a.m. I'm like, man. Or going to the gym. Like, you put a lot of effort. You're just very intentional. In I, when I, especially earlier this year when I was working um, at the hospital and I had more free mornings, like, um, especially days I was on call, like, going to the gym and then coming home, like, it was go time, and the mornings were super awesome. Like, I'd get home, I'd make breakfast, I'd clean stuff, I'd go on this, like, rampage, and then finally sit down, like, two or three hours later, and it's 8.30 or whatever, and it was like, man, I like this. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. You feel tired and, like, ready for it's bed It's still again. kind of the same. Like, it's all of that stuff still holds true now. Um, it's just not like I have a consistent, a consistent schedule. So go to the gym at five 30, come home, take mm-hmm. a shower, have a protein drink, got to get swole. You know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. and then like, <laughs> oh my God, you going to work is, is easy after that. So yeah. Yeah. Do the hard thing first in your day. I mean, like literally that's going to be the hardest thing that you do all day. So mm-hmm. everything else is like, I can do this. This is easy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, totally. Bones, do you have a morning routine that you like? I really like to not work out in the morning. So I'm opposite of Corey. I, I cannot like will myself to get out of bed. I used to, especially when I was playing rugby and, and doing things like that. But um, I'm much more of an afternoon workout person. So my... My big morning routine, which I have been sporadic throughout my life as in like my adult life, but have been really good in the past five, six months is making my bed. Uh, so I get up, I have a bad habit of checking my phone still, but after I do that, I get up, make my bed, go downstairs, do my teeth brushes, <laughs> things like that, have some breakfast and, uh, and we're ready to go, go to school. That's what it's been for the past 12 Back weeks at least. Back to school. But... Back to yeah. school. So I have a question for <laughs> yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Do you. What's the difference? Do you notice a difference on the mornings that you make your bed versus the mornings that you don't? Yeah. And it's not, it's not, I don't think it's such a huge chain reaction, like life altering thing. Um. Uh, it's not to the point where I just did this thing. Now I can do everything else. Like, like you would, if you worked out in the morning, but it's just something that slows me down for a second and reminds me do the small things. Oh yeah. And do them well. So it's, it kind of has that type of effect. It's not like, yeah, it's just, it's, that's exactly what it is. It's just a reminder, do the small things. It brings it to the forefront, which will then 
snowball into my relationship or my work at school or anything else in my yeah. life. It's just a small. It reminder. helps you take pause in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Exactly. Yep. I still, I make the bed in the morning. She I... loves making the bed in the morning. <laughs> I don't love it. <laughs> you should have a, you should have a making the bed song. <laughs> It makes me think of the Pooh Bear, Pooh Bear song. Yeah. In the morning. Oh, um, what what's that? Can you uh, sing it? Corey, you might have to help me. It's up, up, down, turn around. In the getting in the mood puts me in the mood. <laughs> yeah. Up, down, Co- turn Corey around. knows it. <laughs> puts me in the mood for food. Yeah, that, that was good. Yeah, we should. <laughs> We should do a make the bed song. If I could do a Winnie the Pooh impression, I would. But I that like I was thinking about that. Uh, that's one of the one of the few impressions that I can't do is Winnie the Pooh. I mean, it's tough. It's not very different, I guess, than like Kermit the Frog is like you know do with the Kermit the Frog. Oh, hello there, I'm Kermit the Frog. <laughs> yeah, like, you know that's Kermit the Frog. Pooh Bear is like I think you're. Just yeah, British. he's well, yeah, he's got like a raspy <laughs> voice and like, but it's very kind and comforting. Yeah, and I just I don't know, I can't, yeah. I can't do it. But yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, uh, when Christopher Robin that real Man. movie uh, came out and the trailer was like, uh, Christopher Robin. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and, he was like, poo. <laughs> I was like, oh, dude, that sounded, that sounded just like yeah. my childhood. It was. I well, that's a silly idea. You... <laughs> Why, thank, Why, thank yeah. you. <laughs> I love Bones, that show. did you, you know that the greatest somethings often come from nothing? That that's is true. true. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. It's pretty good advice from Winnie the Pooh. Anyway, yeah, we digress. Is. Winnie the Pooh is absolutely the height of comedy as well. Have you seen the <laughs> meme with uh <laughs> Have you seen the meme when he's like, Can you t-? they're all in the hole and pick up tie and a knot. they have a rope? Yeah. And he's like, Can you tie a knot? And I Piggins cannot. Like, I cannot. <laughs> <laughs> Rabbit's like, oh, so you can't tie a knot. And, <laughs> and it just like I dude, cannot a, tie a it, knot. It's an absolute car crash of a fucking conversation yeah. <laughs> because no one understand each other. It's but so funny. We Anyways. digress again. Yes. So that was a good, dig- that was a good digression. Though. Yeah, that was, it was. Yeah. Um, Connor, since you've started your new job, has your morning routine changed a lot? Uh, yeah, it has changed a lot. I think I feel like I, my mornings are slower. Uh, I have a lot more flexibility. So we, we tem- we typically wake up like I like to go to the gym in the morning so that it's out of the way. Um, mm-hmm. I still try to journal in the morning, so I'm still doing the five minute journal. And nice. Um, we'll try to do. You and Jess have this too, but we'll try to do our relationship journal in the morning. Um, mm-hmm. as we're like making breakfast and drinking coffee. And then I do make the bed. I don't love to make the bed. <laughs> um, <laughs> I like the idea of making a song. I'm going <laughs> to have to think about that. Um, yeah. I like, I don't know. I like, 
I love slow mornings, but that still have structure. Mm-hmm. So I don't feel rushed in the mornings. Mm-hmm. Like there's still structure there, um, but there's no stress. Uh, yeah. But I'm still, sure. I still feel disciplined. Like I'm still work. It's not like you're waking up and watching Netflix right. or something. Yeah. I'm still like, it's very yeah. purposeful. Like I'm going to work out. I'm going to make mm-hmm. the bed. I'm going to get ready for work. Um, so yeah, it's still a ritual. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. So the other thing that I wanted to say was, do you guys know who Gretchen Rubin is? Nope. So some some of our no. listeners might know about her. She she's an author. She's a behavior change expert. So she she wrote about uh, the four tendencies. Um, she has she did that. She wrote the Happiness Project. Um, she also her new book is Outer Order, Inner Calm. Mm. But she. She talked about um, she lives by the one minute rule, which I thought was really fascinating and applies to this. Um, Mm -hmm. So the one minute rule is any task that takes less than 60 seconds to complete, you're going to do it. So these are things Mm -hmm. like hang up your coat, wash your dishes, throw Uh away, throw away a piece of mail, answer an email, make your bed. So there's, like so many tasks every day that we could do that take less than 60 seconds to do. Um, And it's a great way. Like if you live by the one minute rule, it's a great way to keep all of these small little tasks under control and they don't pile up and it creates more outer order. And the thing I like about this rule is it's so easy to do but it's also just as easy not to do. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's so easy to like, like pour yourself a glass of milk and then leave the, leave the cup in the sink or yeah. like leave the mail on the table or like throw your jacket over the back of a chair. Like we all, we all do yeah. these things. Um, but the idea behind this is that by doing all of those little things throughout your day, it skyrockets your productivity and you're able to realize what you can get done so quickly and it leaves you with more time for those bigger tasks. Yeah. Doing the small things leads to bigger productivity. You have more, you have more time to focus on other stuff rather than like putting your jacket. And I'm super guilty of this. Like every single day, like, put my jacket on the banister every day because it's like, uh, I'm just going to put it back on tomorrow. Like, right. We all do it. Like we all do this. And in retrospect, yeah. In retrospect, that's not a big deal either, but you know, I think you subscribe to the notion that it's almost like a clean house. Once you clean, you like can seriously relax at the end of the day. Like on Sunday, when you do your cleaning cleans and mops and sweep the floor and like get everything like, that is the most calm and peaceful I've experienced as yeah. an adult. True. <laughs> you know, True. I think that's what it comes down to. And like the 60 second thing, Connor, that has literally what I've, I've heard it somewhere else. Maybe it was her, but that's been like sparked in my mind. Like, oh, I just want to lay down and like watch Netflix right now. But my clothes are over there in the bin for the second straight day. It's going to take less than five minutes. Let's just do it. Yes. 
Like, you know, and the same thing with the dishes. It, it takes such little time. And, okay, I have another story. Sorry. So on Saturday, I got a hole in my air mattress <laughs> while I was sleeping. Ah. And I got so pissed off because <laughs> I couldn't fix it. I taped it. I kept sinking into the floor. I could hear it whistling, losing air. And finally, like, I ripped the tape off, looked at this little, like, seriously quarter-inch hole, not even huge at all. I rammed my <laughs> finger into it, and I ripped this fucking thing open because I was so angry that I was in the middle of the night and I couldn't sleep. And I was like, now I have to go all the way to Walmart and buy a new air mattress. <laughs> so that's what I did. And I, I got the air mattress, and I came home, and I was like, that felt like nothing <laughs> like yeah that was a big deal it sucked i spent 65 bucks at 1 a.m which i didn't want to do but like that took like 20 minutes and i feel way better now well i don't know why i got so irrational. you also had a twit you got a <laughs> you twix know? on your way out too i did get a twix and some zebia yeah. so that helped <laughs> but calm the angry beast <laughs> yeah i'm not even sure what the point of that was but i guess just like the things that might seem as big obstacles in your mind probably don't take as long and aren't as big of a deal once you do them. Oh yes, absolutely. I think what I like about this rule is it requires, it requires you to do zero prioritizing, right? Like you don't have to make a list and be like, like on Sunday, right? You're like, okay, I have to do grocery shopping and laundry and I have to clean the kitchen. And, but like, if you're always doing these one minute tasks, you don't have to prioritize mm. them because you're just doing them right when they happen. You're like, yeah. I'm just going to do it right now. Right. That's yeah. Just That's like the definition of going with the flow. Yeah. Reacting to yeah. it. Yeah. I like that. Um, but yeah, I like, I like the one yeah. minute rule. Yeah, it's great. And then, Ooh, the last thing we talked about with, doing the small things and doing them well in terms of yourself and your life is this kind of feeds a lot into your identity, like deciding Mm. who you're going to be. Like I'm going to be the type of person who does the small things. Like I'm going to be the type of person that wakes up at 5:30 AM to go work out. And you kind of live into that identity. What do you guys think of that? Yeah. Absolutely. It holds you accountable. Or else, you know, if you say I'm the type of person that wakes up at 530 and you say that to yourself and you don't do it, you're going, if you're any type of person with, you know, dignity and like respect for yourself, you're going to feel like shit and you're going to just like, whoops. And you're going to try to do it again the next day. And hopefully you will do it, you know? Except if you make it public too, like then it's really on. <laughs> like if you tell someone I'm the type of person to wake up at five thirty and you and you don't do it. Yeah. Yeah. I pretty much lived by that slogan for the first like six months of this year. Um that was that was what I had to self to be able to get up at four fifteen or four thirty to go to the gym at five. Um mm-hmm. because at that point like this I don't want to get too far into this one, but like it gets into like the motivation thing, like motivation. You don't, you're not motivated at four fifteen to go to the gym, but when it's be, it's part of your identity. That's who you are. It's really easy. Like, Oh, like, okay, this is just what I do. Um, 
That has been harder for me to channel into or tap into lately. Um, and I've ha- I've put some thought into like why that is. Um, and I think it's just because my focus has shifted a lot from like purely like I had to really like go through a pretty big change to be able to get myself off the couch and doing the things I needed to do. And so now it's less like thought about it. It's just like it, I mean, it's just a thing. Like it's not something I focus on as much like um, telling myself, like I'm a person who does this. It's more of, I, I don't even have that self-talk anymore, which sometimes is a problem. Um, so that's something that I want to work on moving forward. Like not even like as a new year's resolution or whatever, which we should probably do an episode about new year's resolutions and why they're stupid. But anyway, um, (laughs) sorry, that was a digression too. Um, like back into that, like, this is just who I am. This is what I do. Um, rather than it just being like an autopilot decision-making process. Mm, ah that's so interesting um so that's interesting because our brains don't like change so like core what you just said like by adopting the wake up early mentality to go work out like that was so important for you to try to disrupt that previous like pattern that previous habit that you were in mm-hmm and it's, it's still, it's, it's going to be that way for a long time because your, your brain will always want to revert back to the natural habit pattern that it was used to. Oh yeah. Definitely. So you have, you have to work really hard over time to constantly try to break that loop. Yes. Cause that's yep. the, it's the, it's the hard way. It's just your brain wants to do what's easy and what it's comfortable with and what it's used yeah. to. Yeah. And it's really easy right. to hit the snooze button at four fifteen, and say, well, I'll just go later. Mm-hmm. And then you don't mm-hmm. go later. Yeah. Yeah. And then you can, you can rationalize it so well at four. Yeah. Too. <laughs> like, you know, like, Oh, it's cold. It's in my cold. Room. It's, oh. yeah. it's cold. Yeah. I don't know. And you're and you're like, yeah, totally. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's so easy. I'll go I'll go later. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. It's so easy. Yep. And it's almost like our brain doesn't like change too, because it, it's in a way, I think I read this somewhere that it's a way of for us to save our focus for things that actually matter. Um maybe or things that we perceive actually matter, like work or you know anything mm-hmm. like that it's like when you're when you're driving a car and you don't realize how many red lights if you've been driving through red lights or not and suddenly mm-hmm. you're home it's like your brain's way of just focusing in on something in your mind that you need to think about at that moment instead of focusing on these little monotonous things that you can just do without thinking you know watching with the red this uh, light is red um, seeing if a squirrel's running in front of your car and reacting mm-hmm. you know um, yeah yeah anyways so anything else? I guy bought some double stuff. Oh, nice. you did. Those are the best. Yeah, I had caved. I know. I wanted Burger King tonight and I ended up not getting it. So I count that as a win. Hell yeah, brother. Uh, all I wanted was soup and that's what I had. 
Yeah. My, tum- my yeah. tummy's been real upset the last week with, yeah. a, with a virus. You get what your tummy wants. Yeah. So. But, yeah. If you keep doing the small things, you'll get better. <laughs> yeah. I took my <laughs> vitamin C with rose hips. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Love it. Yeah. Love it. Okay. Okay. I think we're good. That was a great episode, that was great. guys. So do the small things and do them well for yourself and others. Yeah. If it takes less than 60 seconds, do that shit. Do it now. <laughs> All right. We'll be back next week. Peace. Bye. Well, guys, we made it to the end of another episode of the Weekly Warrior Podcast. We really appreciate you being here today. And if you enjoy listening to our podcast as much as we enjoy making it, if you could head over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review and a rating, that would be awesome. It really helps us get out to more people, the more ratings and reviews that we get. And we love hearing from you guys. We're on Instagram at the Weekly Warrior Podcast. And we're on Facebook at the Weekly Warrior Podcast. What do you know? So we really appreciate you being here. And we'll see you next week when we discover the warrior within.